most sophisticated climate model to date. We're really bringing climate change from the global scale right down to the local scale. So we're talking about the city scale, the scale that people can engage with. After making landfall across the Bahamas, Hurricane Umberto is now heading northeastwards. What implications does that have for our weather for the coming week? So there will be some impacts in a more conventional sense in terms of rain bands and some uh, stronger winds coming through early next week. It's Thursday the 19th of September and you're listening to WeatherSnap from the Met Office. Hello, I'm Claire Nazir and you're listening to WeatherSnap, an insider's guide to the week's weather brought to you direct from Met Office HQ. Earlier this week, the latest Met Office climate findings were released. This is an extension of a report published this time last year called UKCP18. Dr Lizzie Kendon from the Met Office is lead on this project. So the latest report, which has been published this week, is called UKCP Local 2.2. Tell me about 2.2, first of all. What does that mean? We've called this local because we're really bringing climate change from the global scale right down to the local scale. So we're talking about the city scale, the scale that people can engage with. And so this is the resolution we typically use for weather forecasting. So when we talk about resolution of a model, what does that actually mean? What could we visualise if we saw it maybe on a map? So the way the climate model works is it breaks up the UK into a series of grid boxes. And traditionally in the past, grid boxes have been 60 kilometres up to 100 kilometres across. Now we're talking about a 2.2 kilometre grid box, so just a small part of London, for example, whereas in the past the whole of London was one single grid box. And within that grid box there's yeah. lots of information. So, yeah, so the model solves the equations, the physical equations of the atmosphere for each of those grid boxes. So the smaller the grid box, the more detail we have. So it's important, for example, if we want to look at an island, a coastline, a mountain, we can actually resolve the details now and that allows us to look at climate change in those regions in with much more confidence than we have in the past. What are the the headlines of the report when it comes to the impacts that you're expecting to see in the next 50 years or so? So for the UK we expect more hot extremes in the future we also expect more rainfall extremes the type of thing that leads to flash flooding so many people are familiar with the extreme event we had in Boscastle many years ago we're talking about those sort of events so flash floods so, um, for example, um, 30 millimetres an hour is the threshold that is traditionally used at the moment to issue a flash flood warning. So for 30 millimetres an hour, we expect that type of event to double in frequency by the 2070s. What are these projections based on? Are we looking at future CO2 levels and how they're going to rise and then hopefully fall? These projections are based on information that we have about how emissions will evolve throughout the coming years to the end of the century and they assume a given pathway of development and emissions. So this is in particular is a high emission scenario. So there's low emission pathways, high emission pathways. So that's whether we curb our CO2 emissions right now, whether there's a slow rate of increase and then decrease or whether it's a business as usual solution where we just keep going as we are. That's right. So here we're using a high emission scenario. Um, there's good reason for doing that because that allows us to identify the underlying climate change signal from the vagaries of the UK climate. So we talked about last year's report and this has built on last year's report. Any surprises? One particular surprise I think it was changes in winter rainfall. 
And what we actually found in these new local projections is actually winter rainfall increases are higher or greater than we previously thought. And this, we think, is down to how rainfall is represented differently in this really high-resolution model in the way that showers which are triggered over the sea are able to advect over land. And these processes come into play in the future, and that leads us to much greater increases, about 10% increase over what we saw um, from previous projections. That was Dr Lizzie Kendon. The latest hurricane of the season, Hurricane Umberto, is currently tracking northeastwards into the open waters of the mid-Atlantic. We are keeping a keen eye on things here at the Met Office, particularly its forecast track. Here's tropical prediction scientist Julian Hemming. Well, Hurricane Humberto is currently in the central part of the Atlantic. Overnight Wednesday into Thursday, it was a Category 3 hurricane and it passed just to the north of Bermuda. And there were reports of wind gusts of over 100 miles an hour in several locations on Bermuda. So it became a major hurricane, but now it's pushing its way ever northeastward. Yes, Humberto is moving uh, northeastwards now, and we expect it to undergo the transition of what we call a, into an extratropical uh, cyclone, which basically means it develops the characteristics of a more conventional low-pressure area, which we would get in the latitude of, of the UK. Is this system going to affect the UK through the coming days? Well, we expect Umberto to weaken over the next day or two, and then by early next week, probably up to Tuesday, it will be an area of low pressure sitting off the northwest area of the uh, UK. So there will be some impacts in a more conventional sense in terms of rain bands and some uh, stronger winds coming through early next week. OK, so let's now talk about what's happening elsewhere in terms of tropical cyclone development, because something's happening very close to Japan at the moment. Yes, we have a new tropical storm called Tapa, which has formed not far from Taiwan at the moment. We expect that to develop over the next few days. It'll start to move northwards. It could become a typhoon, that's not certain at the moment, but we do expect it to move northwards and affect the Korean peninsula and possibly the far southwestern areas of Japan over the weekend. Let's go back now to the North Atlantic and tropical cyclone Jerry. Yes, there is a tropical storm, Jerry, which is uh, currently located to the east of the Caribbean. Uh, it's on the verge of becoming a hurricane, and we expect that to continue moving westwards or slightly northwestwards. Uh, there is a tropical storm watch uh, in force for the northern part of the Leeward Islands in the Caribbean. Um, now, they may not get a direct strike from uh, what will become Hurricane Jerry, uh, but they could still see some effects from that. So, obviously, your Twitter feed keeps us updated on what's happening. That's at Met Office Storms. Yes, that's right. It stays up to date with all the tropical storms happening right across the world, and we have six on the go at the moment. OK, so for more details, check out the Twitter feed. Thank you very much, Julian. Thank you. Not all hurricanes have an impact on the UK weather, but occasionally some do. To explain more, here's Aidan McGiven. We often hear about hurricanes forming in the Atlantic Ocean, the Caribbean Sea or the Gulf of Mexico. Sometimes we might hear about hurricanes influencing our own weather. Now, technically, we cannot get hurricanes in the UK. Hurricanes are a type of tropical storm and the waters surrounding our islands are simply too cold to sustain tropical storms. 
but we can experience the tropical moisture from remnants of hurricanes or ex-hurricanes as it swept into our own weather systems. Now, the exact type of impact that we see is very difficult to predict more than a few days in advance because it depends precisely on where they will end up. And that's because hurricanes themselves are very small. Now, viewed from space, hurricanes look very large, this huge area of spiralling cloud. But zooming in to the centre of a hurricane and you'll find that the very strongest winds, those hurricane force winds, are often highly concentrated, no more than 30 miles or so very often. And as that small bundle of energy joins the jet stream, well, its exact positioning makes all the difference. Very small differences early on can make all the difference in terms of whether it goes north and brings us tropical warmth, whether it moves across the UK and brings us tropical rainfall, or whether it simply disappears and never arrives at all. Thanks, Aidan. This week, most of us have had a proper autumnal hit of warm days and cool nights. But, as we've heard, things are brewing across the Atlantic. So how will this impact our weather through the coming week? Here's senior meteorologist Helen Roberts. High pressure stays with us for the next few days, so keeping things quiet, settled, lots of sunshine and blue skies right the way across the UK. The exception today will be the far north of Scotland and the Northern Isles, where we may see a little bit of drizzle from some thicker cloud. And that warm trend continues into the start of the weekend. Saturday will be another lovely day with lots of blue skies and sunshine and temperatures probably peaking on Saturday with 26 Celsius possible in the southeast, maybe even close to 27 degrees. And again, northern Scotland doing very well, as will parts of west and northwest Wales. But then we start to see the change to something more unsettled. We'll see some heavy, thundery, showery rain pushing up from the southwest late on Saturday and overnight into Sunday. That will continue to track its way northeastwards across the UK, and then we're in for a downward trend in temperatures and something much more unsettled to end the weekend and into the start of next week. The remnants of Hurricane Humberto head our way for Tuesday. Obviously, not a hurricane any longer but that will bring some wet and windy weather to many parts of the UK on Tuesday. Thank you, Helen. Now here's Martin Bowles with last week's highs and lows. Here are your weekly extremes from Monday the 9th of September to Sunday the 15th of September. The highest maximum occurred last Sunday the 15th of September when St James's Park in London reached 26.9 Celsius. The early hours of Friday morning saw the temperature drop to 0.2 Celsius in Catesbridge, County Down. Wednesday was a very wet day in Kinloch Hue across the Northwest Highlands when it had 50.6 millimetres in 24 hours. And finally, Friday the 13th of September was the sunniest day with 12.3 hours of sunshine in Lynham, Wiltshire. Martin, thank you. That's it from Weathersnap. I'm Claire Nazir. This week's producer was Adrian Holloway. Do join us again next time as we take a closer look at the week's weather. Weathersnap is a podcast by the UK Met Office.